Welcome to Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. As always, thanks for joining us this week. So on your journey of change, right, and the word sales, I know people get all wigged out and think it's disgusting and sales is horrifying and all of that. And for me, sales is about love, care, and respect. So I hope the show provides some context between my guests and my uh, between my guests and myself that we give you a little bit of strategies on how to make sales really not be icky but come from that love, care, and respect. To help you on your journey of changing that mindset, I have a free gift. Uh, if you go to my website, I have a free communication style assessment. It will give you two reports. One, it will show your natural superpower of how you communicate and how you're received by others. And it will also share with you your blind spot so that you can hopefully shine a light on that and make that a little bit stronger and or learn how to navigate it a little bit easier. So again, I will put those that link in the show notes for you so that you can easily find it and take your CSA. Now, my quote today is by Diane Helbig. And Diane says, Networking is an investment in your business. It takes time and when done correctly, can yield great results for years to come. And I really love this quote because it sets the stage for our conversation today. Now, I feel like so many of us sometimes feel like we keep hearing, um, you need to network. We need to post and create content, um, post on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and all those other social media platforms, Instagram, et cetera. And sometimes I feel like it's more thing to hit and is necessary for the success of our business and our careers, and yet we don't even know where to begin. So- Of course, how do we get organized and zero our energy so that our content is worthwhile um, and posted correctly? I have a guest today who is an expert in all things that are networking and uh, social media. So Joe Affelbaum uh, is the CEO of Ajax Union, a B2B digital marketing agency. Joe is a business strategist marketing expert and certified Google trainer. He is also the author of his new book, High Energy Networking, How to Build Relationships and Get Anything You Want in Life. Amen. Joe is a LinkedIn expert and trains hundreds of coaches, consultants, and sales professionals each month with his, with his courses and group coaching programs. When Joe is not motivating entrepreneurs at events and on social media, he enjoys being with his five kids in Brooklyn, New York, God bless you, Joe. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. And I love what you said about people having their ick that think that sales is icky. And often people that have that mindset, what I find, they themselves are also afraid to reach out to people as a result of that. So if they get irked by other people reaching out to them, they're going to feel irked and they're not going to want to reach out to other people. Isn't that interesting? It is. And it's crazy because if my feeling is if you have something that can help me right here, right now, I would buy from you. So why would you hold back and not share that information? Right. It's again, I think it's the apprehensive of being rejected. I think it's about rejection, really. Yeah. 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 It's not wanting to be rejected, but also like feeling like things are transactional. Like feeling, oh, you just want me for my money. You just want me for my transaction. You don't really want me. Because people ultimately, the biggest fear that people have internally is that they feel like they're not enough. And if you feel like you're not enough, right. that's a ve- there's a very powerful pull to that, a very powerful reminder when someone tells you, oh, you're just a transaction. 
And we're not, right? It's all about building the relationship, not only for the short term, but for the long term profitability of ourselves, of our clients, right? Creating that win-win environment. And, and I know that's what you're all about in what you teach and how you teach um, your, your different programs. So my, my first question, Joe, is how did you get started? And like, what was your journey to get you where you are today? Well, I used to build websites for people. And you know the famous saying, if you build it, they will come. Well, I built it. Nobody came. Nobody came. I'm all alone. It's like an island and I'm by myself and nobody's here. And so people started asking me, Joe, you built me a website. Nobody came. What are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I does my job is to build you the website. But then I started researching and it turns out that you can do something called marketing. And with marketing, you can promote people. And so I started doing marketing. I started doing all types of things. And I was able to build a really significant company because I was getting results for clients. The thing is I was getting the wrong clients. And so just doing cold calling, just doing all types of marketing is great, but the best clients I found came from relationships, referrals. So I started researching, okay, so how do I build relationships? How do I get referrals? Because I want the clients to pay me 10 times more and last 10 times longer. Absolutely. And so I learned the art of networking offline, but then I realized Microsoft paid $26.2 billion for LinkedIn. And they changed LinkedIn from being a place where people just post a resume to a place where they're actually networking, where they're posting content, where they're building relationships. And what happened was, is they wanted to turn LinkedIn into a professional version of Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what they did. And they started sending traffic to people that are posting. And so I said, you know what, this is a great place for me to take the skills that I learned in offline networking, generating millions of dollars through my offline efforts and do it online as well. And many people started asking me, Joe, can you teach me how to do this as well? And throughout the pandemic, we have helped over 600 people be able to learn how to go from a lurker where they're just watching to an influencer and get referrals, close clients and so on. We have one coach who recently signed up. Within seven days, she closed a $40,000 deal because she's doing it correctly. A lot of people are doing it wrong they're selling. You don't want to be selling at a networking event. The last thing you want to do is shove your business card into somebody's face when they didn't ask for it. You don't walk over to somebody and say, hey, give me your number. I don't even know who you are. Who are you? Let's talk. Let's build some rapport. Let's build a relationship. Let's serve instead of sell. And that's the idea. So I went from a person who had no idea how to, how to market to becoming a marketing expert, doing it to over 1,100 companies, building up their companies, becoming a networking expert, and now I'm teaching people how to use LinkedIn. I've been teaching for the past 10 years. And in the past three years, we've built a course and a coaching program that's very, very effective. And, and right, it's the reiterization. You have, you have a skill and you amped it up and amped it up and amped it up and amped it up. I think people think, well, I, I, I know how to network. Do you? Like, do you? It's, it, I feel like we're in a whole new world now that we do have to get very well versed in LinkedIn and build those relationships on LinkedIn. And I know, Joe, you've, you've had this. You know, somebody reaches out, hey, I, I saw your profile, right? I wanted to connect. I think we have a lot in common. And they think, oh, that's nice. Yeah, we have people in common. Cool. You accept. And then, bloop, you get this email where you get a message on LinkedIn saying, so by the way, I'm an HR professional. Blah, 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 blah. And if you need me, this is, and I think, oh my God, are you freaking kidding me? And me being sales, it's offensive. That's the ick factor, right? That we're, we're talking about to eliminate. So your way is not about, you know, blasting someone or what I call vomiting on someone, you know, what you do, because you don't even know that I need your service or that my people might need your service. Right. 
A hundred percent. The first thing you want to do is have a strategy. Most people are spraying and praying. They're showing up and they are throwing up. Instead of showing up and throwing up, show up and follow up. Learn how to train the people in your network as to what you do and who you are without vomiting on them. Because yeah. if you just vomit on people, people are going to be dirty around you and they're going to be smelly around you. So instead, what you want to do is you want to thank people. Like, for example, I just sent you a direct message on LinkedIn right now during the podcast. And I said, thank you for having me on your podcast. That's a great way for me to build the relationship with you. Most people are not even sending correct direct messages. So you need to have the right strategy. So take a step back and ask yourself, what is my plan? What would I like to achieve from this? My business plan, my marketing plan, and my LinkedIn plan. And we have a really easy framework to fill out that helps you identify your plan and make sure to organize it, document it, and then follow it. The next step is figuring out who your target market is. The average CEO has 930 connections on LinkedIn. You almost have 3,000, but are they the right people? Because there are 830 million people on LinkedIn, and if you're not targeting the right people, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. And then the third step is making sure you have the right message to those people because different people need to hear different things. So if you're at a networking event and you say the wrong thing, people are not going to want to refer business to you. What you need to do is you need to say the right things. And in order to say the right things, you have to know who you're talking to. And, and like I asked you before we started the show, you're like, Joe, you have any questions? And I said, who am I talking to? Depending on who I'm talking to, my message would change. If I'm talking to moms, I would have one message. If I'm talking to business owners, I have another message. If I'm talking to sales professionals and business development professionals, I have another message. So depending on who I'm talking to, I'm going to customize my message to them. Knowing who you're talking to on LinkedIn is extremely important. And then telling stories. During this podcast myself, I'm not just sharing insights and information. I'm also sharing stories. Remember I told you about the coach who signed up. She had no idea what to do. She signed up to our program. She closed a $40,000 deal in the first seven days by targeting the right people and giving them the right message. You could be spraying and praying all day long, but praying is not a great thing. Hope is a great thing, but it's not a great strategy when it comes to business. You're not going to be successful by just praying and hoping for the best. You need to make sure that you nail down the right strategy and also have the right profile. Most people don't even have a profile video. You know that you can add a 30-second video next to your image, and so when somebody looks at your image, you can have an actual video there? Most people don't know that you can do that, and there are lots of new features to LinkedIn. There are actually 20 different things you can do on your profile that most people have no idea how to do, and we give you that checklist with the pointer step-by-step -step exactly what to do on your profile in order for you to get results. But if you don't even have a plan, then how are you going to know what to put on your profile? You're just going to be hoping for the best again. And so building those relationships is key, getting that exposure, building credibility, and then booking meetings. And we teach you how to do that. Instead of selling in the DM, you can use a greeting, feeding, and meeting approach. There's science to behind all this, the psychology of what people need to hear in order for them to lean in. And the number one thing that you need as a business owner or sales professional is you need more conversations with the right people. That's really the key. And if you have conversations with the wrong people, you're not going to get business. And if you don't have enough conversations, you're not going to get business. And if you're trying to sell at a networking event, you're not going to get business. You're going to get rejection and you're going to feel the ick factor. You're going to feel that ick factor that you say in your, in your LinkedIn message. So what I want people to do is take a step back and ask themselves, how many conversations am I having with the right people per month? And how can I have LinkedIn be able to help me be able to get more conversations with the right people? And that's the problem that we solve for most of our clients. We help them get more conversations with the right people using LinkedIn.
And and here's the thing, Joe, and I hear this all the time with my clients and, you know, they come to me, I, I need to get better at sales. And I always say, okay, wait, pause. Let, let's just take a step back real quickly here. There's two camps, right? First, are you getting enough leads in qualified leads? When I say qualified, right, it's in front of your ideal client. So are you getting the qualified leads in? So if you have zero leads coming in and you say, Connie, I have to improve my sales conversation. Well, that's a great objective, but you're not in front of enough people that you can even practice improving your sales conversation, right? Or, or that those communication skills. So we have to pause and look. First, are you getting enough leads, qualified leads in? If you are, and then you're having those conversations and your close ratio is 20%, then yes, you have to improve the conversation piece of it. But if you have no leads coming in, forget about the conversation for now, we have to improve that. And that's where I call people, I bring people like you into my orbit because I am not marketing. I am not going to teach them how to use LinkedIn. That, That is not my zone of genius and I have zero desire to do that. I want to help them live in front of that client and whatever they're, like you said, make sure you're creating the right profile, including the right information, writing the right articles, all of those pieces of the puzzle so that your marketing strategy is being supported. Now you're getting the leads in, then now now we can improve that conversation and what that looks like. And, and you mentioned follow-up. We need to follow up. And I think that's where another area where most businesses, most business development officers, most salespeople, they don't do the follow up um, at, you know, at the end. And LinkedIn is just another great tool to be able to keep those conversations going, you know, post the sales conversation. Right. Every single time I speak to somebody on the phone, the first thing that I do is I check them out on LinkedIn and I connect with them on LinkedIn. Why? Because on LinkedIn, you can see their first name, their last name, their company name, where they work, where they worked, how long they worked here, what the different roles they had, when they went to school, when they graduated school, who else went to school with them, who left them reviews, what is your your mutual connections, everything they liked and commented on, everything they posted on LinkedIn. You can see so much about somebody on LinkedIn that you can't see on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, or any other social media platform. You can't even see that if you're talking to them because they're leaving all their tracks on LinkedIn for everything they did. So you really get to know somebody when you're checking out their LinkedIn profile. And if you're not leveraging this correctly, it's because you don't have the education. It's not because you're not smart. That's right. Because you need to take a training program that will help you be able to learn how to leverage LinkedIn correctly. And once you know how to do it, then you are subconsciously just doing it as, as part of your, part of your Business work process, yeah. part of your habits. I mean, I want people to have a habit to network on LinkedIn, to learn how to do it and then set it as a habit so that they don't stop, they don't stop doing it. A lot of the times people are, are dabbling because they never made the habit happen. They never followed the checklist for long enough. Even just 15 minutes a day yes. of taking the right actions will help produce more clients. And then you meet somebody and then you forget that they exist. You add them to your contacts, you never message them again. But if 40% of people on LinkedIn are logging in every day and you're posting constantly, you're going to be top of mind with them. Connie, I'm sure you saw some of my posts to before be, between the time that we spoke last to the time that we spoke just now. How many times have you seen me on LinkedIn? I'm curious to know. I, 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 several. And the other thing I've seen you on, I'm on your email list. So I get little videos from you. I, I think they're on email and not on LinkedIn, Joe. I, but I, can I tell you? 
honestly, we met what about a month ago, maybe six weeks met, ago. Yeah, we met about a month and six weeks ago. I, I would say your po- and I watched the videos, by the way, because uh, they're real short. They're quick tips. And I love his I love Joe's tips. So get on his email list, too, so you can watch the videos. Probably, I would say good 15 times that I've read or seen or, oh, that's Joe, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the more times you log on to LinkedIn, the more likelier it is that you'll see me because I'm in your DM. I'm on your feed. Yes. Um, every time I, if I look at your profile, I'm, there are certain actions that I'm going to take that'll help me stay top of mind with you. And most people have no idea what those actions are. They don't know how to do it. And so I love teaching people how to do those things because staying top of mind is really where it's at. There's no way that someone's going to remember to refer business to you if they don't remember that you exist. Yeah. So learning how to stay top of mind is really key. What's the one ch- thing you would change if you could? Um, I don't know, just in your career overall, like what what would be your biggest change for self for yourself? I would say hire coaches earlier. Like when I was 20 years old, I believed that all coaches were coaching because they couldn't run their own business. I believe that coaches were like a waste of time and that I thought I was the smartest person in the world and I could figure it out myself. And the truth is I was wrong. I was wrong because the most growth I ever had was from hiring coaches. So when I started to learn the power of coaches, when I realized that every athlete has a coach, I started hiring a coach to become a writer. And I became a writer and I published five books. I hired a a coach to learn how to rap. And now I love rapping and I rap for audiences. And I hired a coach to teach me how to do stand-up comedy. And I make jokes during my seminars. I hired a coach to help me be a better CEO, to be a better father, to be a better public speaker. And so in everything that I'm serious about, I hire a coach. I have a coach for my fitness. I have a running coach. And so thinking about the things that you want in your life, if you want to become better at prospecting, at LinkedIn, at sales, at business, you need to find the right people that would support you. So the one thing that I would change is hire coaches sooner because a coach will help you be able to see your blind spots. And the reason why you can't see your blind spots is because they're blind spots. You can't see blind spots because you're blind. There's spots that you're blind. You're like, no, I could see my blind spots. No, you can't. I have a special mirror. If you're in the jar, you can't read the label. So how are you supposed to see what you what you need to see? So a coach asks the right questions. They're inquisitive. They're supportive. They have a lot of experience. They say that a person can only take you as far as they've been, as they've gone. So you want to find somebody that has gone places, that has done things and can share their experience and also help you see things that you couldn't see. It's so funny. Um, it, the, the jar example, I'm cracking up when COVID hit, right? Everything, all of my business had been live, right? I spoke live. I trained live. I networked live. Everything was live. And then COVID hit and the world shut down. And I thought, holy smokes, what do I do now? And I remember I was in a seminar. It was a three-day seminar. And my I went upstairs uh, to grab something to eat. My husband said, how's it going? It was over the weekend. How's it going? And I looked at him and I said, I don't know how I've been in business 20 years. I don't know anything, right? That overwhelm of information. This was all new to me, this new world of digital. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, I feel like I have all the ingredients and I'm inside the jar, but I I, I don't see the directions of what to do with like I had all of the pieces of the puzzle, Joe but I didn't know how to pull them together. And I hired that coach. He's one of my coaches. I hired a writing coach. That's why I'm giggling at that too. 
And, and the third thing that I always say to my clients, if you want to coach people and you don't have a coach, shame on you, because you as a coach, it's exactly what you just said. We all have blind spots. You can't be good at everything for everyone. So what is my blind spots? I'm not a, I wasn't a great writer. I'm, I'm working on it. I hired a coach for that, right? Having all of the authority, being in business for so long, had being published, having courses, blah, 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 all of the pieces of the puzzle. They weren't working together. So I agree with you. We have blind spots. You need a coach. And it's funny. I wish I had hired a coach sooner in my career as well. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that a lot of people don't realize. Like, oh, my gosh, I need a coach. You know, a lot of people are not willing to make the investment also. The time investment mostly. They'll buy courses. They won't actually watch them. Having that lot, that one-on-one or that group coaching thing can be really helpful because it's almost like an appointment. People keep their appointments. Yeah. You got to make an appointment with yourself. And if you're not willing to do it, like, you know, eight in the morning, I have my personal trainer that's waiting for me. I, I, I feel like an idiot not showing up because I, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to make him wait. He's going to charge me anyway, but I don't care about the money so much. Like I don't want to be embarrassed and be like a person that doesn't keep his word. So if you have somebody waiting for you, it's very, very powerful when you have people waiting for you. When you make a meeting and you, you feel terrible, you come 15 minutes late to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a total idiot, you know, but at least you gave the person some time to catch up on their emails. You're so cute. I still love you, Joe. Yes, Joe was 15 minutes late. That's why he put that in there. You're cracking me up. Um, Yeah, and and agree. It's accountability, right? And I think we all need to be accountable to and whatever that means, right? You finish finish the blanks. Um, I, I have another question for you. I'm curious because you are like you deep dive into the technology and LinkedIn and, you know, all of these uh, social media platforms or media platforms, they're constantly changing algorithms and all of this stuff. So just when you feel like you have a grip on things, they change something. Where do you think or where do you see things going in the next five years? What big changes do you, you do you see happening? I think there's going to be more micro communities. I think like, you know, we see, oh, Facebook and there are people have 5,000 friends and Twitter, they have millions of followers. I mean, you can't manage that. What you could is people getting used to having what's, what happens in real life. Like we get so used to like the whole influencer thing, the one-to-many thing, but that, that doesn't really work. That's like an entertainment thing. That's not a community. That's not a relationship building thing. There's yeah. natural communities that you can have. There's something called the Dunbar number. I'm not sure if you ever heard of it. Robin Dunbar, an anthropologist, did studies on human relationships, and they found that humans can only have 150 relationships at really at one time. You can't have more than that. Your brain can't, can't handle it. And so I believe there's going to be many more niche micro communities based on your interests, based on who you are. And we have many hobbies in our life. We have many different parts of our life. We have the professional, we have the personal, we have the community, we have the spiritual. And so in different areas of your life, you're going to have different communities and you're going to be able to have those online as well. So would you rather join LinkedIn or would you rather join a group of business development people that are in your niche that you can learn from, grow with, and get everything that you need from them that are also into the things that you're into, like bowling, personal development, like whatever it is. And you find your tribe, and that's where you live. You don't need to go out there and try to find a million different people. What you need to do, unless you're a Gemini, if you're a Gemini, (laughs) and you want to find everybody, you want to just be friends with everyone and anybody, you want to be like the wind and just flail around. That's where my parents are, both Geminis. I love it. But for me, what I always tell people is the future is all about customization. It used to be that you would just email everybody and everybody would answer their email. Now nobody's answering their email. So what are you doing? 
So it's about curation. It's about customization. It's about connection. It's about community. And all those things, the one thing they have in common is they all start with the letter C. Connie. <laughs> like Connie. <laughs> and change the sales game. All of it. I love it. I love it. You know what's funny is I'm I'm sponsoring a book called Ready Connect Grow. And it's it's so funny that you're mentioning this because it's all about community. And I'm literally I'm bringing together 30 to 40 authors and we're I'm, I am helping or I'm trying to create a micro community. I call it like a mini ecosystem. And I'm hand selecting the authors so that we can I I'm vetting, right? Who who have I worked with? Who have I used for different aspects? of my business and I'm bringing everybody together so that you know as the right as the tide rises so do the ships that is the premise of the book so I love that you're saying these almost microcosmic um, ecosystems of for us to refer and and get to know each other and become intimate with and I don't mean that in a weird way but just super familiar so that I understand who Joe is I can then in turn support you and what you're doing. I like you. I think you're authentic. I think you're, you, you're in integrity. I think you're knowledgeable. I think you move the needle, right? You get the return on investment, return on, in, on time with your clients. So building that mini eco, ecosystem, I think it allows for exactly what you're saying, almost that customization of who I'm hanging out with, that community. I think it's important. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful. Yeah. Now, if a sales rep is listening or business development or even a small business owner, because sales is important and it's it's critical, I think, for our businesses to thrive and survive, not just, you know, kind of make it through the day. Um, if you had to give one piece of advice or one thing that they I'm all about understanding something like all the concepts you've shared. But yeah. at the end of the show, what one thing can they turn around and implement to get a reaction or to, to start to build momentum? The number one thing that I want you to think about and I want you to implement is having an intentional personal brand. Now, you might say, Joe, what, what the heck does that mean? It sounds like a general thing. It's not a general thing. Right now, if you Google yourself, what do you find? Oh, I never Googled myself. So right now, that's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to stop everything you're doing. If you're listening to this podcast, you're going to Google yourself. Do it in private because you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to, you know, <laughs> Google yourself in private and see what comes up. See what comes up for your name. See what comes up for your company name. See what comes up with a combination of your name and your company name. And just inspect. You can only expect what you inspect. Great. So if you have expectations around your personal brand and you see you don't have a personal brand, well, that is your personal brand. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, you can find me at joelinkedin.com. You can easily go to my LinkedIn profile and I have a video about personal brand. And I talk about the concept of a lot of people are afraid to create their personal brand, but if you didn't create one, you have one that's not created. Yes. <laughs> so I always tell people, be intentional about it. How do you want people to see you? Do you want to be the person who looks like luxury or do you want to be the person who looks frugal like Warren Buffett? He's the person that, you know, he's like happy with a Coke and driving a used car in a broken down house. I mean, that's, that's his style. He's one of the richest people in the world. Or do you want to be like Dan Brazilian, who's like running around with a bunch of models and like just, you know, living the good life? How do you want to be perceived to the world? How do you want to be seen to the world? And then make one change to your LinkedIn profile to be perceived that way. Make one change to your, to your presence online by either adding a video, by adding some content, by being more intentional with your headline or with your about section. Be a little more intentional in the way that you put yourself out there because the people will see you the way you present yourself. They say, never tell a book by its cover. You know why they say that, Connie? 
They say never tell a book by its cover is because that's what people do. People tell a book by its cover. You look at the cover of the book and you're like, oh, do I want to read it? Do I not want to read it? So if you look at my book, High Energy Networking, if networking resonates with you, you're going to want to develop, you're going to want to read that book. And if you read the book, you're going to want to develop a relationship with me. You're going to be like, oh, this guy's a connector. He's a maven. I want to build a relationship with him. What I want you to do is think about your personal brand. That's the one takeaway I want you to think about because your personal brand will either make you or break you in any role that you have in your life. It's interesting uh, when you said your your brand is there, whether whether it's intentional or not. You know, people say, well, I don't have a choice. Right. You, you know, they're, they're at a job they hate or their business isn't doing well or something. And they say, what are you going to do? You know, like it is what it is. I have no control. And I laugh because I'll say to them, but you do have control. Doing nothing is a choice. And that, that's OK. But are you intentionally not making a choice because you don't know what to do or you, you just you're too busy? busy and you don't want to think about it, but not making a choice is a choice. And it's exactly what you're saying, saying, well, I don't have a brand. Well, that's a choice. So go in and do something about it so you can create the brand so you could start to create or, or generate the leads or the people into your world that you're actually seeking and want to do business with or want to play with or want to um, do community business with whatever, whatever it might be. So you're right. Go and go and create your band, brand and be intentional about that. Fascinating, fascinating how we leave things. It just is. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. And the more you are intentional with what you want to create in your life, the more you get back, the more you set your goal and you know what you want to achieve, the more likely it is you get to your goal. Napoleon Hill wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. It's very popular. Millions and millions of people have read it. Tens of millions of people have read it. Yeah. But a lot of people don't even understand what is the secret? What does it mean? You know, getting what you want is knowing what you want first. And a lot of people are kind of like floating. They kind of know what they want. They want more. More is not specific. When you're setting goals, you need to be specific, measurable, attainable. You need things that are time-bound. You need things that are measurable. If you don't have smart goals, you're not going to be successful because... Success needs to be specific. You can't just be general. Generalizing is not going to help you be able to get to where you want to go because you don't even know where you want to go. If you're targeting everybody, you're targeting nobody. That's why they say the riches are in the niches. Otherwise, people get stitches if they just go out with pitches to the random world. You can see that I like that I like rap. That was a mini rap in there, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Right? I totally I totally picked that up on that. We're almost out of time, but I just want one more thing. What is the number one thing? that people say to you that holds them back, that you hear over and over and over again? Excuses. They make excuses. Joe, the reason I don't want to post on LinkedIn is because I'm a private person. Joe, the reason I don't want to put myself out there on LinkedIn is because I don't want to look like a spammer. Joe, the reason I don't want to do this is because I don't, I, I'm not sure that this even works for me. My clients are not even on LinkedIn. All the one common denominator that I get is a bunch of excuses. And excuses are like drugs. Say no to excuses. Say no to drugs. Say no to excuses. What you want instead of excuses is you want results. I say you either have reasons or you have results. And if you want results, you got to take those reasons that you have and you got to still take action and be unreasonable. Don't allow your excuses and your reasons to stop you from taking action. Just say so what and take unreasonable action because if results don't come from excuses, results come from action. If you take massive action, you're going to get results and that's going to change your perception and your belief and it's going to help you eradicate all those excuses because your excuses are there to protect you from the thing you fear most. 
Your excuses are actually there to protect you, and fear stands for false evidence that appears real. So you try to find evidence, you try to have excuses, you try to have reasons of why you're not taking action, but you're not taking action. And if you take action, even if you don't have, even if you have fear, that's called using courage. Courage is action, taking action instead, in spite of fear. Courage is taking action in spite of fear. So you need courage to take action, even if you're afraid of your own personal brand, even if you're afraid of looking stupid, even if you feel like you're not enough, even if you feel like you're not the authority, or who am I to put myself out there? Who am I to reach out to a successful CEO? Why would a CEO even want to help me, little old me? What you don't realize is the secret to living is giving. People want to be providers. People have a fetish to provide, to add value. I love making introductions. I don't need anything from you. You don't need to give me anything. I'm just a giver because I believe that the secret to living is giving. If you haven't read The Go-Giver, go read it. If you want more, you got to do more. But if you want to do more, you first have to be more. And to be more, you have to actually do more because that will transform you to start creating more in your life. Creation comes from action, not from laying around and watching Netflix with your hand, with your hand in a bag of potato chips which Amen. is fun, especially if you have munchies. But what I want you to think about is how am I going to take more action and say no to excuses? And it's funny because it goes back to what we said earlier, right? That's why we all need coaches because that's the accountability so that you can't make excuses if somebody's going to check in, right? Inspect what you expect. And they're going to say, did you do the assignment? Did you implement whatever the strategy is on LinkedIn? And if you um, did so make excuses, Connie, someone will call you out. 100%. You are wearing a mask. If you are protecting yourself, so many people are so busy protecting themselves, protecting yeah. their ego from getting hurt. Hurt your ego. Have some pain. Yeah. Fail a little bit. If you want to scale, you first have to fail. And, and right, don't, don't fear making mistakes. I just wrote an article on that, uh, Joe. And it, it, again, along the lines of if you, if you don't take a step, even if it's a misstep, it's okay because you're moving, you're moving. And that misstep, even if it's the, it's not going to get you closer to the exact result. What did you learn from it? It might get you to another result that you're working on as well. So there again, is, missteps aren't, aren't a bad thing. Non, non-movement is a bad thing. There is no losing in business. There's only winning or learning. Absolutely. Learning is the key. So, yeah. and if you keep failing with the same mistakes over and over and over, well, then you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> because definition, the definition of insanity. insanity is to do the yeah. same thing over and over and over and expect different results. And that's where coaches, consultants, that's where people come in to kind of support you along the way. Yeah. It doesn't make you look weak to ask for support. If you need to change the sales game, speak to Connie. She'll help you get the ich out of sales. If you need to learn how to use LinkedIn, speak to me. I'm happy to show you the way right. that we're helping hundreds of other people do it. So the key is for you to ask for help when you need it because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast right now. Yeah, I love it. Agreeing. So guys, I know you need more Joe in your life. So go to his website, which is businessnetworkingworkshop.com. If you have a question specific for Joe, please email him at joe at ajaxunion.com. Uh, yeah, dot, uh, dot com, right? Yep. Ajaxunion.com is, is my marketing agency. So joe at ajaxunion.com. Okay. And I will put that in the show notes. Additionally, uh, Joe's book, I will put the link so you can get it on Amazon. One more time, the name, the title of the I, book. 
It's called high energy networking. Some people say that I have high energy, so I wrote five high energy books, and my latest one is high energy networking. So if you want to check it out on Amazon, you can go to highenergynetworking.com and it forwards to Amazon. I'm giggling because yes, you're and and he's a New Yorker, by the way, right? We're both East Coast, Jersey, and New York meet here. Um, I'm giggling because the speed that you and I talk, it's an East Coast thing, clearly. Um, but yeah, your energy is just amazing. I love, I love being, I love being in your orbit. So um, people thank get you. An, yeah, some people just get annoyed from the energy because it's like too much energy for them. If they're like from the south, they're like, ah, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much. I need a break. I need to take a shower after this. So go take a shower. You are crazy. Thank you so much for being on and for your humor and really for your insight on LinkedIn and that um, perspective of be be um, impactful by creating that brand and having a strategy without a strategy, right? A hope is, is, is no good. We need that strategy, that strategic plan to help us move the needle. So thank you so much, Joe, again, for your wisdom. Everybody buy the book. Check him out. Email Joe if you have any questions. And thanks again, Joe, for being on. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Everyone remember, the right strategy will save you a decade. Boom. I love Mic drop there, right? (laughs) Love it. Thanks. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, uh, and discover together that no matter where you are on your journey of business, sales, uh, building your network, business development, whatever it might be, I really hope my guests and I provide those tips and ideas and strategies like Joe did today to help you move that needle for you. And I, Joe said it, and I say this at the end of every, every show, Joe, so I was giggling as you said it. Information is a beautiful thing. If you do nothing with the information, it's simply information. If you take that information, the tips and ideas that Joe shared today, and you actually put them into motion and put them into action, results will come. I guarantee it. And that's when the magic starts happening and life becomes super, super fun. Um, So Joe, thank you again. Thank you all for joining me um, and tuning into Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net with me, your host, Connie Whitman. As always, I am truly honored to have you on this journey with me and I will see you all next week. Remember, put Joe's ideas into motion and report back as to the magic that starts happening in your life. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Joe. Boom. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. Follow.